Hey, welcome to the All Together Podcast. My name is Bianca and I am your podcast host. I know as well as anyone that life can be messy when you are following God, figuring out relationships, and learning how to be a healthy adult. I hope this podcast encourages you, makes you laugh, and helps you grow a little closer to Jesus. Oh, I'll be spilling all the tea, so get your cups ready. Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to the All Together podcast. I am just like super pumped with how season two is recording and filming. It's also super exciting because we are like officially all on video. So if you're watching right now on Spotify or YouTube, I mean, hey, what's up? You see me in person now? So it's kind of crazy. Um, Yeah, guys, I'm super excited about season two because I feel like I've kind of gotten to this rhythm now where I kind of know there's going to be six episodes each season. One episode might be about relationships, singleness, breakups, you know, et cetera. One might be about ministry life because I was in ministry for 10 years and um, denominations and church. Uh, Another one might be about a health episode because you guys know I love talking about periods and hormonal health. So or like birth control. Um, but something that I, one of my sweet spots though, with one of these episodes is that we could talk about adulting and I could not think of a better person to talk about adulting transitions, change (laughs) than the one and only Lauren Ashley. So, Hey Lauren, welcome to the all together podcast. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. It is truly an honor. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) So if you don't know, uh, Lauren and I, we go way back. Oh, yeah. Way back. As in, like, she was a freshman in college. I was a sophomore. And uh-huh. I was like, hey, she, you were living off campus at that yes. time. And I had a dorm. Uh-huh. And I would always be like, you want to, like, come over and have a sleepover? Yes. It was the best you time. made my commuter life so much better. Because I actually got a little bit of the on-campus experience. So yep. it was great. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. was. And I remember, so I was in, uh, we were in Impact, which is a college ministry, and you were just like a student at that yeah. time. And I was actually on leadership. And I was always spilling you all the tea, like <laughs> as a freshman. Yes. Like, I don't think I should have known half of the things that I actually did, but Mm-mm. it's okay. But little did she know <laughs> she ended up being president and et cetera. Yeah. So it's, it worked out at the yeah. end. So, but yeah, such great memories, Mm -hmm. honestly. So fun. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about transition. Um, Some of you guys may know, but I have lived in multiple states up until this point, and I have kind of started over in life over and over and over again. And someone else who's also done the same thing has been you, Lauren. And so I feel like I want to just have a sit down discussion to talk about change and life and I think a lot of times, depending on your circle of friends, they might all live in the same region as you, or they might all live in the same city as you. But I think for majority of people, I think a lot of people end up moving to at least a different city, maybe not a different state. And so I was wondering maybe if you can start off with sharing a little bit about your background. Like, did you move around a lot as a kid? Were you more in a stable family, et cetera? And then kind of maybe how you ended up transitioning to another state. Yeah, for sure. So for me growing up, I was born and raised in Akron, Ohio, and I stayed there until I was 24 years old. Literally 
stayed with my parents in their house until that time, until I got married, essentially. And so um, I don't really like change. I don't really like transition. So that's why she doesn't even, yes, even when I went to college, it was like I went to Kent State, which was 25 minutes away. I could drive there every day. Thankfully, Bianca let me stay in her dorm on her like twin XL mattress. Yeah. How did we fit on there again? I literally yeah, don't, I don't know. Either, but we made it work somehow. And yeah. And then I got married and that is what forced me to move. And that's kind of where my transitions came in because I've now been married for two years and we've moved four times. And so that's crazy. four different cities, two different states, but four different moves. So it's been a lot of transition in a really short t- in a really short time, especially considering the fact that for the first 20 plus years of my life I didn't move anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like transitioning is so hard if you're so used to the same yeah. thing. You did kind of know what you were getting into when you got married, but I don't think you really knew fully not at all like all the changes and no. stuff cuz that for- Four like cities and states in two years is actually yeah and like there's just a lot of unexpected things that came with the moves like it was like I knew when I got married I was moving from Ohio to Florida and that was like okay it's gonna happen but it was just a lot that came with it that I wasn't expecting like I was living with my parents my siblings and the house was always loud and crazy and there was always so much going on it was just so much like background noise just always things happening And then I moved to Florida with my husband and it was just us two and he worked a lot and it was silence. And that was really weird for me because it was like, I wasn't used to just being in a quiet atmosphere, a quiet place. So there was a lot of unexpected things that came with the expected transition, but I just wasn't expecting them. And then when I experienced them, it just threw me off a lot. It's interesting because I think sometimes when you think of marriage, you're like, we're going to be together all the time, you know, (laughs) and that's all I ever hear. They're like, you know, and for me, I'm super independent. I'm like, oh, God, all the time. (laughs) We both have very similar like personality types. And yeah, what do you mean? Like attach the hip? Oh, Lord, I don't know. I'm like, is this for me? Yeah, no. But people don't really talk about like, what if your spouse has a different schedule than you? Because he worked yeah, nights. Yeah, when we first got married, he was working a totally different schedule. Um, he worked the overnight shift. And so he had to sleep during the day and then go to work at night. And I worked from home. So it was like, I thought going into marriage, it was like, we would have all this time together. And that mm-hmm. made me nervous too. Because like you said, I was, I, I was very similar. I like my independence. But that's not what I was expecting when I first got married at all. And yeah, it was it was totally different. And nobody warned me for it. Nobody like prepared me for it because it was just it's not very common to have like such a different schedule when you first get married. But yeah, it was it was different. It was hard for sure. Yeah. Or because I feel like, you know, I think of healthcare professionals. Yeah. A lot of people work nights, yeah. firefighters, pilots. My mom's a flight attendant, yeah. so she's gone multiple days out of the yeah. week. And I feel like people don't really talk about that transition going as a newlywed, mm-hmm. getting into that schedule. That transition in and of itself is just crazy. Yeah. And especially because you were used to being with your family all the mm-hmm. time. You went from that to a completely empty house. I mean, yeah. 
that must have been a lot to cope yeah for sure um it was rough but I think one of the things that helped was leaning on the people around me even though friends weren't physically there family wasn't physically there but constantly keeping up with them and talking with them and like staying encouraged and supported by those people that I had in my life really did help during that time. Um, and I think that's helped with all of my transitions, honestly, because you get into this new environment or you don't know people around you. Maybe in some cases you do, but in all of mine, it's been very new and I haven't had anyone um, that was familiar around me. And so I had to like hang on to those connections that I had before and yeah, just stay close to them as best as I could. Yeah, I'm just thinking about um, when I moved to Minnesota for grad yeah. school. I mean, I didn't know a single person yeah. either. And I think that's when I really got good at connecting long distance yes. with my friends. And so FaceTime became my best friend, mm -hmm. voice notes, calling group calls. And yeah. I really I think that's the best way, especially before you actually get involved in community, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about in a second. But I think relying on those friends that you yeah. have coming from a previous community I, it's paramount <laughs> no it's I, honestly as you're as you're talking I realize that I have moved around a lot but I've always moved to a school I went to grad school and I saw people every day because of school yeah. but I think it's so different and I really admire you for this because you went to a whole new place but like it wasn't for school yeah. it was because of your husband uh -huh. and so realistically this move was not your choice yeah, no. rather than in my case I felt like the Lord was leading me to go to different uh -huh. places but I think that that's also a weird thing with transition yeah. because if your spouse is moving like you can't stomp your feet and say yeah. no and I'm you staying have, and you're you going go. like it just doesn't work that way yeah. but I feel like when you're single it's very much like I don't know God told me to go I'm gonna pick up my stuff and go yeah. and it's so and that's a very different thing because I am way more willing to say yes because it's just me, myself, yeah. and I. But if it's with somebody else, I don't know. That's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And I think, that is, I think that is a big thing in marriage, too. We've moved around a lot, and most of the moves have been because of his job. But some of them have been um, just because we've gotten the option to. And it's something that I wanted. And maybe Desmond didn't, but we prayed about it, and we felt this was an okay thing to do. I want to camp here, honestly, a little yeah. bit because there is something about asking God before the move. Yeah. It sounds elementary to be like, don't forget to ask God yeah. before you're trying to move. <laughs> but like, if you don't ask the Lord, hey, God, can I move here? And you don't wait for him to say yes and to give that peace. Yeah. Do not move. Do not move. And honestly, it's not, it's not it's worth it. It's not worth it at all. And I say we moved four times in two years. And one of those moves, I can honestly say, we did not pray about. And even looking back, like I see how had we prayed about it, just things would have been so much different. Um, yeah. Because when I first moved to Florida, I was we moved in. I moved into the um, apartment that Desmond was staying in before he was there, and I just like it was it was like a guy's apartment. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to live here. 
And essentially, yeah. once the lease ended, I was like, okay, it's time to move. It's time to move to an apartment that I like. It's time to move to a different part of the city, all this stuff. And it was just like, me, me, me. And we had just gotten married. So Desmond's just like, okay, well, you want to move? <laughs> yes, yes, queen. He's like, well, you want to move? <laughs> and so I guess we're just going to move. And it was the hardest process to find an apartment. Um, the apartments mm -hmm. were crazy expensive. We picked an apartment that was ridiculously over our budget. We should not have lived there. The move was literally mm -hmm. the hardest move ever. Like looking back, it was like, Bianca, it was, it was bad. I'm surprised that our marriage even like survived this move because of how bad it was. Like it was terrible. Um, and then like That's literally crazy. maybe weeks after we had moved to this new apartment, um, we got the news from his job that the Orlando office had opened up and that was happening. And so looking back, I know I was even talking to Desmond about this a few days ago. It's like, had we have prayed before that move, I think it would have been so different. I don't think we would have made the move um, because we ended up moving to Orlando like three months after that. And so it was like, we had this crazy move essentially for no reason, because we ended up moving again, very yeah. shortly after. Um, and it was just, it was just bad, like so much. It, and it goes beyond like the financial like burden that that move was, but just yeah. emotional, like everything was impacted. Yeah. So much stress on both of us. Mm -hmm. I'm looking back, I don't think God intended for us to do that move at all. But yeah. that's what happens when you don't pray about things before you do them. It's not like God just like punishes you for it, but you can see how his hand is just not in it, essentially. <laughs> and that's what happened. For sure. I think like a, pra a practical for me right now is I am currently with my family in Ohio yeah. and the way that I don't want to be here is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I like came back kicking and screaming. I knew the Lord called me to come yeah. back, but I came back kicking and screaming. I was like, I do not want to be yeah. here. I've been here a year now, but I see like why God wanted me to come yeah. back, like to really like strengthen my relationship with my parents, yeah. with my siblings, have a lot of like downtime to rest and heal. Mm -hmm. I had just gotten out of a pretty bad breakup yeah. at that time and just got, he healed me of so much this year. Honestly, yeah. I'll probably end up talking about it. But the way that I'm trying to move back to Dallas, I, I'm like, every time I go, I'm like, Lord, just give me the sign. Yeah. Give me the sign. I'm ready. Lord, I am ready. I am your servant. Yeah. Let me go. And I just came back from Dallas like a couple weeks ago. I remember praying. I was like, Lord, like, this is, this is the week that you're going to tell me to move back. Yeah. Right. And the way that I came back to Cleveland and I was like, no peace. I knew I I don't know why yeah. the Lord doesn't want me to I I I was sure that this was going to be the time that he was like okay let's go but the way that I have no peace the way that I feel a reservation to even consider moving that I'm supposed to be here right now um yeah I just think that it's just it's wisdom yeah. you know and it's and nobody can tell you really it's it's literally between you and the Lord about this movement if you're married like you and your spouse yeah. and the Lord because I mean, people might be like, just move. Come on. Yeah. But if you feel this tugging in your heart where you're like, I don't feel transition. Because yeah. I'm really big on mm -hmm. that. I usually feel transitions coming. It's just this weird. Right. 
revelation. Yeah. I'm like, I know I'm moving soon. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Not, I know. I'm like, what? Ha- why does that happen? But the way that I haven't felt that when I've been here yet yeah. and I've been begging the Lord, I'm like, please <laughs> just tell me the transition is yeah. coming. The end is near, right? You know, <laughs> but I just think it's wisdom to say, yeah. Lord, I trust you. And I was listening to a song earlier today. It's like, like we say yes to your will and to your way. Like I want to be obedient and I want to say yes to you, Lord, even if I, I feel uncomfortable with where I'm at yes. right now. And I don't really want to be here, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I say yes to your will, you will bless it. And I don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. And I don't know what would happen if I moved. I don't think it'd be hell and destruction. Right. But I just think that kind of like you said, it's just harder. Yes. You feel like you're going through mud yes. when you do a transition in that way. But it's to stop, to pause, and to pray. So I mm-hmm. love that you and Desmond did that. Yeah. We have to learn the hard way, but we figured yeah. it out. And and yeah. like you were saying earlier, like I think the big thing about transition is that it's just really uncomfortable at first. And yeah. I think one thing that we have to be okay with is being uncomfortable. Because that is yeah. honestly like where the issue happened, where I moved from one apartment to the other and unnecessarily it was because I was just uncomfortable and I didn't want to deal with it. And so I was like, let's yeah. just move. Let's just do it. But no, sometimes God wants us to be uncomfortable because that is where we trust him the most. When yep. we don't have it all together and don't have everything in, like, in our control, we don't have a choice but to rely on him for everything and trust him. And, and I know you and me both have this very type a personality type where it's like we like to know what's going on and have our plans and just have things in our control and sometimes it's not that that sometimes it's just not the case and that's okay because we get that's how god gets us he's like i'm gonna get you guys to move around (laughs) yeah and you'll really be dependent on me (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like but i don't want to you know yeah no it's so yeah I I think that's the hardest part for type A people mm-hmm. and people who like to plan their life a little bit yeah. is life does not always go the way it's planned. <laughs> so uh, we both have left areas that we've loved. And I remember very distinctly um, my grieving process, even though yeah. I knew God was calling me to go to a different place. I remember really taking the time to meet up with people to like, enjoy the place that I was in I I made sure not to rush the process and so I kind of want to talk about that because I think a lot of people are like all right I'm getting up and moving but then you don't allow yourself to grieve even if you want to leave it's still that grieving process that I still think needs to happen I think people just don't do it well so do you want to explain kind of what you did when you left Orlando yeah so leaving Orlando like I said was so hard one of the hardest things I've ever done but I think towards the end, it was a lot of connecting with the people who I had like strong connections with. So like going out to lunch, going out to eat, going out for ice cream, tea, whatever it was, like just connecting Mm -hmm. with the people as much as I could, Um, even letting people know, like, because I had only been there for like a year. So some of my relationships weren't as grounded as I think I would have liked them to be, which was also really hard for me to leave because I was like almost there. And I felt like I was getting super close to people and then I was just going to be out of the equation. And so even during that transition, it was really big for me to let people know how much they meant in my life and Mm -hmm. how important it was for me to stay connected with them even after I moved. And so 
that was like a big thing, talking to people and letting them know, hey, like, I still want to work on this. I still want to be connected. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about before, you have to stay in contact with some people from your past experiences and stuff. Because when you transition, in my case, to a place where I don't know anyone, it's like I have Mm -hmm. to lean on those relationships that I already have. And so um, I think a big part of like ending that experience in Orlando was like, solidifying those relationships and letting people know how much they meant to me and like yeah Yeah. just staying in touch that's so good that's literally what I did uh, when I left Minnesota is I my friends like through this little goodbye gathering it was was on top of a rooftop it was really sweet it was eight of us we sat down in a circle and I literally went one person at a time I remember this now oh so tender one I went one person at a time and I told them what they meant to me and I was sobbing the whole time it probably took like two hours (laughs) but I was like pointing out example it was just so sweet and it was so healing for my heart to be like I know that these people are going to stay in my life and it's not a a goodbye it's just like see you later oh yeah And and now I come back to Minnesota all the time and I see those friends. And so I'm able to cultivate and continue that and have a place to stay (laughs) and and go see friends, you know, that that um, really made an impact on your life. Yeah. And like I said, when I was in Orlando, I had a really good church community. And so I kind of had something similar where it was very important that these people like knew how important they were in my lives and stuff. So when I was transitioning from Orlando, as I was getting prepared to move and all this stuff, I was complaining to this lady at my church who I love. um, And I was telling her, I'm just tired of starting over and having to start over again and again. Um, And she gave me some really good advice. She was like, don't look at it as starting over. Just look at it as continuing on. And that was like really helpful for me because I feel um, with all of these moves, like I feel like I just have to start from square one and I'm turning my back on all of the people who I knew from my past and can't talk to them, can't not the case. Like you're not starting over like from a blank slate. Like you're just continuing on on the journey that God has for you. And all those people from your past experiences and the past places that you've lived are still in your life. They're just not right in front of your face, but you still have them. You can still connect with them. Like you said, visit them, stay with them because hotels are expensive. Yeah, they are. (laughs) Take advantage. Yes. (laughs) So it's like, you're just continuing on your journey in a new place. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, obviously you can't keep up with 15 friends in each place. Now I've lived in multiple places. I can't keep up, but I can keep up with two or three. Right. And I think, and then there are, I not have caught up with them, but then when you see them, you can catch up yes. and it's not that serious, you know, like, yeah. I just think that, yeah, like this is the time to do that. And you never know if your paths will cross again. <laughs> so Lauren, yes, I feel like we have talked a lot about the hardships of transition, yeah. but there are really good pros to transitioning as well and also just moving to a different state so I feel like we should give some practical advice we can probably put our brains together and think of some great advice (laughs) (laughs) Um, like if anyone is considering to move or maybe they're afraid because they've lived in the same place all their life I maybe give some advice on that yeah so I think one of the biggest perks of just transitioning is all the new experiences and new people you get to meet. Like you're in a new place. Like 
I just know when I was in Ohio, there were different events than there were in Miami. Like there's so many uh, different. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so many different things. Like, I mean, and honestly, yeah. so many better things that you can experience once you move. And like a big thing for me that allowed me to experience these things was getting over the hurdle of like going places by myself. So I feel like that is like a really big thing when you transition, like there's so many opportunities when you're in a new place to explore and just find new things to do, but you kind of have to get over the hurdle of not wanting to feel awkward or not wanting to be seen a place by yourself, but you kind of just have to do it and have an amazing experience and meet people while you're there and have fun. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I talked about in my singleness podcast yeah. in season one, episode one. If you haven't watched it, you should go. Oh, yeah. But like we but you're married and like you still are giving the same advice. Yeah. So I think it's like if we can start really getting used to being OK with being by ourselves and uh-huh. being comfortable in our own company, I think if you move to a different state, even if you're married or if you're single, I feel like that is such a game changer. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, there's so much stuff to do. There's so many places to explore. And it's like, it's the curiosity. If you're not curious, you know, when you move to a new place, if you're like, I'm going to stay home all day. I mean, you'll never really truly get to experience life to the fullest. Yeah. And I think you can kind of find yourself more during a transition than you would when you're around all the people who you're close to and people who you've known for your whole life. But when you get out and you're somewhere by yourself or with very few people like it was just me and my husband so it was like it was just us and we just had to figure it out and I felt like I just found out so much more about myself and what I was capable of and what I could actually go Mm -hmm. through and just find out so much more about yourself so it's like getting out there and like being out of your comfort zone and on your own can just reveal so much about you that you didn't even know was in you so that's good yeah Yeah, I mean, I think my favorite part about moving to a different state is just, I don't know, you just get to, just like you said, like you get to experience a different view, Uh you get to experience, like, yeah, I don't know, I I, living in Minnesota, I experienced lake hopping, like they have so many lakes, I would bring a swimsuit with me after work and just jump, I would literally write in on Google lake And I would go to a new lake yeah. and I would just jump in. And that was the, I lived my best life. Yes. I miss Minnesota, honestly. Yeah. But then when I moved to Dallas, like I learned like the super big city life yeah. and like the fast pace. I hated the traffic though. Yeah. But like I learned that and I realized, oh, I don't know if I'm really that into like all that traffic, yeah. even though I want to move back to Dallas. But like, I don't know <laughs> if it's a long-term thing, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> or like moving back to Ohio yeah. as an adult. It's different too. So I just think Mm -hmm. take a leap of faith. If you feel your heart stirring right now, like, man, maybe I've always wanted to move, move, like go do it, but don't forget to ask God first. (laughs) Yes. Get his guidance, make sure it's in line with what he wants you to be doing, but go for it. Um, And I think that that reminds me of another thing. That's just a perk of moving is like, you kind of have more time on your hands. You're less busy. And with that, you get more time to spend with God. So it's a good opportunity for you to just grow your relationship with him, too, because I know when I'm like in the beginning of like a new transition or going through something different or just move to a new state, it's like I'm not 
overwhelmed by busyness as much as I was yep. when I was around friends and family and people all the time. Like my schedule is pretty empty now. So I have a lot more time mm-hmm. to spend with God and actually grow my relationship with him in ways that I couldn't when I was in Orlando or in South Florida, you know, it just, it's a good opportunity to grow your relationship with him for sure. If you're really considering to move those, there's something about you only live once. There's something about you never knowing what's on the other side of your yes. I remember when I felt the prompting to move to Dallas I didn't know. I literally said, Lord, I feel like I'm supposed to move there. I had never been at that point. And I didn't, I was like, I'm not moving until I get a job or something. Like, you got to give me a reason. And the reason ended up being that he wanted me to go spend nine months with him in ministry school. So I think if you feel that prompting, start asking God, go do a three day fast. Like, that's what I did. I just did like, uh, I did you know, like no food for 24 hours or something, you know, yeah. and I just feel like really ask God, Lord, I feel this prompting and don't sit in fear. Yeah, that's because I think fear is what's going to le- keep us in 10 years from now. I don't want to be sitting here and I'm like, oh, I really wish I had moved. Mm-hmm. I want to say, no, I actually did move. And now I know where I want to live. Yeah. And, you know, now I know where I want to like really establish my roots, especially as someone in their 20s. This is literally the time. Yes, for sure. And you just, you never know how God can use you in a space. Like, it's not that he can't use you where you're already at. Like, he certainly can. But it's like, you never know who's in this new place, who you need to connect with, or like, who you need to reach, um, who will just respond to you differently than they would someone else. You just never know what opportunity God has for you in a new place. So it's like, I think the enemy can use fear to kind of hold you back. And I think that was even the case with me. There were so many times growing up where I feel like I had an opportunity to step out of my comfort zone and embrace this new opportunity or this new area of life that God wanted me to go. But I was afraid, like I was afraid of being uncomfortable. I was afraid of not having everything under my control, like I said. And so I stayed where I was at. And I just think there could have been so many new things, so many things that God could have used me for had I just stepped out and transitioned, moved, done a new thing. You know, there's just, there's so much, so much. And, you know, it's not a lost cause because here you are, literally you've been everywhere now at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And I've learned and now I'm embracing these transitions and Yeah, really learning how to trust God in them, because that has been like the biggest thing. Like, honestly, I feel like even looking back and seeing how I was afraid to move or afraid to transition, it's like it came down to a lack of trust. Like, I didn't trust that God was going to be with me in this new place or that he had he had me like and I was going to be fine. Um, But now I see like, no, I just need to trust him and make this move and it'll all work out. That's so good. You better. That is so good. Because the thing is, is if we let fear control our life, we'll never do anything. Like I think about this podcast, like I saw this project for many years. I let fear control me and I was afraid, but instead I'm stepping out. It's the same thing with moving, same thing with changing jobs, same thing with choosing a spouse like all these things like we don't want to be people who live in fear we want to be women and men of faith because 
that's the best place to live. It's in that tension of the unknown, of believing that God has something greater. He has something good for us, no matter what. Oh, yeah. That's so good. I love it. Well, Lauren, I have one question that I ask all my guests at the end, and it is if you could give yourself a piece of advice from like five, ten years ago about faith, relationships, or health, what would it be? Um, I feel like my advice would be, and we talked about this a lot today, uh, that it is okay to be uncomfortable. And that is just, I wish somebody would have like screamed that at me growing up. You don't have to always be in your comfort zone. You don't always have to hold everything together. You don't have to have it all together because God like holds it all together. Like he's got it. He's got you. You can take that step that move that job like that opportunity you can take it and we said pray first that is the biggest thing but like he will be with you when you do it and I don't know I just think that was probably the biggest thing for me just being okay with being uncomfortable because God will meet you there and he will help you and it'll be okay (laughs) so yeah that's a big one for me Well, thanks for the advice. And thank you so much for joining today on the All Together podcast. I feel so honored that you could come on here today. And you're one of my BFFs. And I just, I'm just so thankful for you. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me on. I'm thankful for you, too. I love this. I love that you're doing this because I know you want to do it for a long Mm. time. So, yeah, I'm happy to support and help however I can. Thanks, Lauren. All right, guys. Bye. Till next time.